All right, today is a special episode, and I call it a special episode because, of course, I'm speaking to Billy Thompson, um, but also because um, it is a conversation instead of me, you know, with a single voice giving a coaching session or some information about a specific topic. And the reason why I'm releasing this special episode is because one of my coaches, I, I work with a lot of people in different capacities, but Billy Thompson's specialty is, um, I suppose he's motivational, he helps people to find their success, but I would classify him in the realm of business coaching for me, um, because I do have a lot of drive and purpose, um, but uh, matching up with Billy with his enthusiasm, as well as his ability to rein in someone like me who has a lot of interests <laughs> and a lot of things. I love doing a lot of different things and I can get going pretty hard down some rabbit holes. So Billy helps me to kind of keep my poop in a group and to really focus on what's going to be my version of success for my business. Um, so what I what I what I wanted to do was highlight his work because Billy sent me his book called Charting Success Walking Away from the Lie to Find Your Success and I just loved it. I read it from cover to cover that same day. I said, Billy, I'd love to write some words of praise for your book. And so I'm just going to read that to you now as an introduction to our interview. And I really think that you're going to get a lot out of um, Billy's uh, wisdom, his his book, um, and maybe even his coaching in this capacity that I'm really enjoying uh, as well myself. So this story is, and I'm going to just read this here, this story is a harrowing story of grit, drive, and redefining success on our own terms. Billy's account of how he overcame growing up in an unstable, unpredictable, highly stressful world of systemic poverty, tragedy, mental struggle, and substance abuse to break and continue to break the rules of what Billy calls the rigged game is a light shining on the possibilities for us all. Billy's determination in his youth and his wisdom beyond ensured that the pressure he experienced from an early age created diamonds instead of dust. Billy's is a story hard to put down. It exemplifies how he got to where he is now and how he transcended the odds. In fact, his story, his life, is exactly what gave him the will, skill, and personal power to chart his course away from the life he could have lived into becoming a manifester, a mentor, and a highly motivated and motivational inspiration to others. From the very first pages, I felt connected to Billy's story and inspired by his life, connection and inspiration, the very purposes of Billy's work. So I hope you thoroughly enjoy this conversation I had with Billy Thompson um, and maybe even finding some some tidbits and, and tricks and, and uh, insp- I guess I just said inspiration <laughs> to charting your own success. And you can find Billy at lumagent.com. I do say that in the interview and I also have it posted on my YouTube channel, Healthy Family Formula YouTube channel, but lumagent.com if you can't find that information elsewhere after you are inspired by listening to this interview. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. 
Welcome to the Family Health Revolution podcast with Coach Carla Atherton, where she discovers, uncovers, explores, and reveals the secrets to true family health and wellness. Carla Atherton, director of the Healthy Family Formula and host and producer of the Children's Health Summit and empowerment coach over at CarlaAthertonInspired.com. And I'm here with Billy Thompson, author, author of Charting Success. Hi, Billy. Hi. <laughs> to talk about motivation, success, inspiration, purpose, and of course, his new book. Like I said, he's the author of Charting Success. And I've got some uh, questions I am so excited to ask Billy and have him answer for you because when I read his book, I was so um, inspired. And I don't say those things lightly. Like, I don't toot people's horns just because I, you know, feel like I should. Like, if I believe in somebody, I'm all over the place talking about them. And so this is what I want to do with Billy because he has got the heart and the soul and he inspires me so much and, and his generosity is just like, Huge. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read his bio and then let's get talking to Billy and hear more from him. So Billy Thompson is the CEO and originator of Lumagent. As a high energy, hands-on, dedicated leader, Billy has built connections throughout the U.S., Canada, which is where I am, and Europe. His organization continues to grow with a focus in client-vendor relationships. So Billy is a consultant, coach, and mentor, so we kind of have that in common because uh, we're both coaches, and so you might see a little bit of high energy happening around here. Um, and he recently, like I said, um, recently released his book, a hybrid autobiography business book titled Charting Success. This release is Billy's approach to reach audiences where he can transform thoughts into clarity and dreams into reality. Love that. Like, let's manifest, right, Billy? As he puts it, to help people find their version of success. I want to talk about that too, for sure, that topic. So, um, so Billy, welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. I'm excited. I know. Me too. Me too. Me too. And it took a little bit for us to get together, but we won't go through that. We'll just move on. Carry on. Um, so, so Billy, okay. So first off, I mean, I guess the first question a lot of people will ask, like an author is the motivation behind your work. And so, you know what, let's just start with that. That's kind of a broad question. You can start with your story and kind of what got you started on this path to what you do. Um, and maybe we'll start with, with that and then we'll talk about why you wrote the book. Yeah, no, I mean, the path is, uh, I don't know, in some ways, it kind of feels like I was always leading toward doing something and developing something like this. But I really never had the concept that I would ever write a book that just kind of wasn't something I felt that um, I would ever do, you know, it's such a unique and challenging process, but, um, just as my career has kind of unfolded. And that's why, as I mentioned, I kind of call the book a hybrid because it's not quite an autobiography. It's not quite just a business book. It, it's really this unique version of the way I teach coach mentor, um, and develop into psychology. So I use a lot of, um, kind of my own personal experiences and struggles from my unique childhood and how I was able to take that and fuel that into building, you know, multiple multi-million dollar companies and, and just kind of showing that process for a handful of reasons, whether it be motivation, um, you know, guidance, ideas, concepts on how someone can do the same um, and kind of that roadmap that I took so that I could help others kind of find their path if, if they're venturing out to do something similar or, or kind of guiding their own path toward a different version of success is kind of where I get at. So to answer your question, how did that kind of segue into a book? After 
really developing my career out, I, I kind of hit another plateau where I was like, where do I go now? Right. And, and I'm still very young. And, and for the things that I've accomplished, it was like, what's that next step? And I've always really enjoyed um, helping people. Um, I, I typically have two or three students uh, that I'm mentoring every year. I take on different businesses, different professionals, career development, all those different things. And yeah. oddly enough, I was sitting down and telling my wife, you know, you know, hey, you know, I'm excited about our new company we've developed and here's where we're at. And she's like, well, you feel successful. Do you feel successful? And, you know, I kind of stopped and I said, yeah, but I really wish I could do more. And, and my wife's like, OK, well, then go do that. And, and she's like, why don't you write a book and reach a larger audience and start getting out public speaking and engaging others so you, your voice can carry and, and help, you know thousands, millions, whatever, whatever this, this book takes me to, I'm hoping. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I stumbled into writing a book. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually the, this wasn't a question I was going to ask you, but why did your wife ask you that? Like, were you kind of coasting? Were you not that happy at the time? Or did you like, were you like kind of bursting at the seams? Like got to do, got to do something else. Like what was that? Why did she ask you that? Well, it's interesting as, as you kind of dive into the book, you'll see I developed some really big successes um, in, in the world standards and started to develop, you know, fame and fortune and, and develop this really large company. Um, and ultimately, after building a hundred million dollar company, I decided to walk away and focus my life on my family and time for myself and um, work with individuals versus, you know, on that, that different larger scale. So the conversation really came up with, you know, you, you were in one place of success and now you're over here in a different place of success. And so she mm-hmm. was curious, you know, hey, how, how is your, how are your, your head wrapping around this premise? You know, you go from, you know, multiple sites and thousands of employees, you know, to a much smaller crew, much smaller revenue stream. And what did that look like? And I did, I felt far more successful because that was what my success was versus what the world standard was. But mm-hmm. she could also see in me, it was like, okay, I'm ready for that next step, right? Now that I've achieved this, where can I take that now so that I can help others, you know, really find that realization that it took me, you know, I felt took me so long to reach. Um, but I want to help people shortcut that route because what I know today, if I had that 20 years ago, I could have saved myself a lot of grief, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Well, yes. And maybe that's someone else's process is to, to follow your lead or, or to get your coaching, right? But your process was to actually experience all of that so that you got to this point where you could actually overflow with it to other people, right? Like, so, so had you not gone through all that, like, that's kind of like the part of your story, right? Had you not gone through all those harrowing um, events, like, you know, life, like on the, like, you know, you had like, things like in the hospital and you could have died from XYZ or you, you had all these like adverse childhood events or, you know, lots of instability in your life and in your home. And, you know, like that fighter spirit and then realizing, I don't know if I really want to keep fighting like this. It's not very sustainable, you know? So going through all that, you wouldn't be who you are and and being able to give what you give. Isn't that funny? So we always all say that. It's so challenging when you have, so much adversity, but without that adversity, you really don't have some of that success. And, and so yeah. I'm, you know, am I thankful I went through that? No, I didn't want to go through those things, but at the other end, yeah, I kind of am because it, it really helped develop uh, a lot of concepts and core principles that really built me to who I am today. 
And my goal with this book is to share in those. So somebody doesn't have to go through as much adversity to discover those outcomes so that they can learn from them without having to put themselves through that tragic situation. Yeah. 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 And it's not that you take away their experience because they're like, it's not like you're like, I'm, I got this magic wand and nothing's ever going to happen to you. That's no fun and painful, but I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to show you that you can because I can. And I love this, this phrase. I totally stole it from a podcast. Um, but being a living invitation, right? Living invitation. So it's like you're inviting people to be their own. Like, like you said, in the, when I read your bio, you said that you try to help people. Okay. What was that? Um, find their own version of success. Yes. Let's talk success for a minute because you talk about like building a hundred million dollar was a hundred million dollar I don't even know what that kind of money would look like uh, a lot of money company and um I sort of started off I'm like I'm like in the other way like I always went with the like digging in with this money like I don't know it's like an afterthought but that's not good like so you don't want one or the other you want like you it's like you find the sweet spot because yeah. But way we define success, right, can be money. Um, but you don't necessarily want to go to the poor house, but you and you want to teach people how to still have a robust income, do what you want to do in your life. But at the same time, what? What's that missing ingredient that you didn't have when you had yeah, that? Yeah, and, lots and of- so I guess starting kind of early on, you know, I grew up with, with nothing and been on my own since I was 16 and, and through, you know, I don't spoil too much of the story, but uh, I do get into that, but, but I left with nothing. And when you grow up, um, you know, with tragedy, poverty stricken environment, stuff like that, you're really yeah. taught what success is from a world standard, which is fame and fortune that that's, that's mm-hmm. what you're taught. So it's going to get, here that's what's gonna, gonna make you happy, right you're gonna be happy yeah. if you pursue fame and fortune and so growing yeah. up in the poverty mentality you know I, I knew I wanted to break that mold and I knew I wanted to kind of develop a better life for myself my family my children and really change my generational cycle and and so that's what I set out to do and as I reached each one of those milestones at really young ages and started to achieve you know, the high revenue streams, lots of money, starting to get fame, starting to get accolades and all those things. You know, I found for me, I, I wasn't happy. You know, I wasn't successful. And, and you know, I, I dive into this in, into the book of specific moments where I should be reflecting and saying, oh, I've made it, right? This is it. I'm so happy. I'm so blessed and thankful. And I, I was very blessed and still am. But what I learned on that journey is, Every person has a different layer of what success may be. Somebody may have walked Mm -hmm. my exact shoes and built a couple of multi-million dollar companies and they are successful and they're happy in that. And that's fine. I'm not going to ever say that that's not success for them. For me, it wasn't what I wanted because as I was on the road and I was home maybe a few days a month, I was, you know, missing all my daughter's volleyball games and practices, my other daughter's choir concerts had no time for my wife, no time for my friends and family, no time for myself. And it was just work. Even though I set out to do these things for my family, I was mm-hmm. really taking away a lot from them. And I didn't realize that. And I didn't know what that would do. And so on my journey, I really found that every person has a different version of success. 
And there's a balance that, as you said, you can't lean all one direction. You can't lean all one direction because it's not sustainable. You will fall off and you will have tragedy that ensues from those decisions. So my goal with this book and with mentoring and coaching and developing and helping people is sitting down and really helping them to find what their version of success is. I'm not here to tell you, Carla, or anyone in your, your audience, here's what success is. Follow my plan. Tomorrow you'll be rich. That's not how this works. Because yeah. to you, you know, your your version of what rich may be, maybe more time at home with the family versus how much money, or it may be needing more money, or, or what is that that kind of balance? And then I, I developed a process that I call cost versus value that helps you use basically a true math equation that I describe in the book and teach you how to apply to your life where you can really go, all right, I want this, you know, $100 million company. And then I show what the cost of that value is going to be. And then that helps you make a better decision. So for me, $100 million company, yeah, fantastic, right? Great value. But my cost, mm-hmm. I was losing myself, my health, my family. And that that cost was far outweighing the value. And that made it an easy decision to step away. And, and so I, now as I'm developing the next chapters of my life, I use that cost and value analysis with everything in my daily life. And so that's how I help people really channel and find what their version of success is. And when you build that plan, you can achieve it. I love that because like, because you've got like left and right brain going at the same time. You've got this motivation, passion, creativity, purpose, all that stuff, you know, that all that juicy stuff. And then you've got the analytical side. It's like, well, okay, how do we do this? What are the steps? What's the cost, you know, the the cost and the value ratio? And I think for me, like for the reason, so we've been, we've, we've been, uh, doing some of this work together, Billy and I. And so, um, I need someone like you because I do that. But at the same time, my business is so like, it's very heart centered. And I don't mean like, Oh, I'm such a martyr and I give up, give, give, give. Like that's not sustainable either in a business model. And it's not realistic either. Like, um, I obviously get something out of this because I enjoy what I do and I find it purposeful and it fills me up and makes me feel just like I'm doing what I need to do in the world, which is like coaching like you do, Billy, like helping people to help themselves, you know, and um, feel better, have less pain, have more joy, have more freedom and, 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 and empowerment in their life, you know. So um, but when I get caught up in that, I found that a lot of the years that I was doing this, and I'm not saying I neglected my family in any way, because they were actually, my children were homeschooled, and like, they were unschooled, we'd spent like six hours on the riverbank, you know, like, just doing, like, pond dipping, and at the library, and books, and books, and like, they were in my bed reading with me, like, it's not like they were neglected, but I did have, like, sometimes my focus was elsewhere when it didn't need to be, because I was too focused on, like, somebody else's family, Right. And then I was like not focusing on mine, what was right in front of me at times. So I had to really like find that balance. And I love that. I actually, the words that came to mind when you said you do this like analysis with math, I just, I thought the words math geek, you know, I was like, oh, I need the math geek. I need the person with the pie chart and someone to say, look, Carla, this is your life. This is this amount you did this, you this amount. And then I'm like, oh, this amount you actually, you know, spent on your business, but it gave you this amount of value, like, you know, and and so to take that your method, it was really it has been and it's going to continue to be very beneficial for me. Because a lot of us need that some people need someone like me who's going to be like, 
you know, I don't know, like, um, an empowerment, but what for, you know, like someone say like, okay, you don't feel well, eat better. Or, you know, like you're, you're feeling this way about your life. Like, you know, what is that your purpose? Or how about we do a writing workshop together and find that creativity and that passion and drive to create something new. And, you know, all those things that make up who I am and what I want to offer, but I need somebody else to keep saying business wise, right? Is because my business and my life I've like really collide. So yeah. you, I need someone like just pull that out and say, okay, this part's your business. What, how are you going to manage that and make it part of your field? But it's like, because I think Billy, what you're saying and what you've actually done yourself is, um, your, your life and business are not separate, but you still have to show how much time and energy are allotted to yeah, each the, of those the world things. really right. wants to, you know, the old, the old expression. Yeah, they always say it's it's you know it, it's it's not personal, it's business, right? And and that is such right. an untrue statement. Whether you run your own business like you and I, or whether you work for somebody, it, it's irrelevant because you work every single day to provide for your personal life, and and you're not a robot. You can't just shut off the things you're facing in your personal life to work, and you can't shut off your work to bring that back into your personal life. And so I've, when I set out to write a book, I, I studied, you know, as many different business books as I could and tried to help um, really understand what, what point I was trying to get across. And this is one of the ones I hit hard in there too, is, you know, I don't shy away from the business discussions in my family and, and my wife and my, my girls, they, they know when I'm working and they know that balance that I have. And sometimes it can interrupt, you know, our family time. And, and it's that same cost versus value balance and how I apply that. And, and that's what helps success, uh, you know, drive success, not just financial, but, but, you know, emotional success. And the connection that I have because I involve my family. So they know if I'm struggling with something and we work together with it. And so, like, you know, kind of correlates with, with a lot of what you do in helping families talk and discuss and connect. You know, those are key aspects. But yes, it is, you know, business is personal and, and that there's no way to separate those two. <laughs> they're, they're always going to be yeah. intertwined. And so that's really the goal of developing the cost versus value model. There's another model in there I call C, like like S-E-A, like the C, um, where I really break down three simple steps toward any decision that can help somebody plan out what their success is and then map out that future to reach that success. So um, yeah, I agree. It, business is personal. They blend. There's no way to separate the two. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think there's a, also that element of like, you know, when it's business, okay, so yeah, business is personal, especially if you're running, you're doing something like you're an entrepreneur or doing something that's very heart-centered, which I think more of us are moving toward, not heart-centered, but um, something from your heart, like from something that you want, like it's part of your purpose, right? Like something you think that matters, you know, like you, you find that your work matters. You can't, you don't, you can't separate it from your life. Why would you? Work if- isn't something external from your life. It's something you spend eight hours a day doing or however many hours a day. And if you're studying something, let's say you're becoming, you know, I don't know, like a chiropractor, or let's say you're studying philosophy, you're always going to think about it outside of your reading hours or your, you know, their class time or whatever, or it's like, and your life is your learning. So it bleeds into your work. Like it's one and the same. And we're, again, we're always trying to take them apart. So I love how you you put that stuff together as well 
you know, yeah, and, and that's why I think I, I work with a lot of professionals who in that same vein, they feel like, well, this is what I have to do because I'm so yeah. successful as a CEO. I have to be away from my family. This is the life I have to lead. Mm-hmm. And almost a hundred percent of the time, you know, if I speak with that CEO and their family, their family's always like, oh no, we'd be okay if we had less and, and we had more of you. And, and yeah. even when I made some of these decisions and I went back to my family and I'm like, hey, we have, you know, this level of fame and fortune. And they would go, well, we'd rather have you home more, right? And, and now, you know, now I'm at every single practice. I don't miss concerts. I'm, I'm involved in every event. And, and that trade-off was there. And so it's been fascinating on, on this charting success, you know, ride so far is working with people and hearing them go, well, I don't, I don't want to be a CEO or I don't, I don't want to do this job. I want to do this. And then just getting them to stop and kind of reflect, it sets this completely different course for them where they go, oh, wait, I I can pursue that. And and now I understand that, sure, I might not have this, but what I'm gaining in value for trading off that is so much more valuable. And when you start to pursue your own success, you, Mm you know, way emotionally, you know, relaxed and and centered and focused and ready to pursue. And even, you know, in some cases I've seen work harder than you were before, but it's different. It applies different to you when you care, like you said, when you care about what you do and you love what you do, now it's not as much work. Now that personal business blends and you find passion in it. So you can dedicate more time without it really draining you. And and so it's just right. a kind of kind of trade-off there. But yeah, it's 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 fascinating when you help somebody find their path. It's just completely different experience. Yeah. It's like it's self-propelled rather than it being like, Oh, you gotta do this. And I'm pulling this thing up a hill. It's like, you're propelled. You're like, we, you know, like this is like, because I love it. And, and, um, yeah. So to me, if I was to define success and I'm going to ask you what your definition is, but I think that success is really finding out what matters to you, what you want to do and be happy. Like, like glad to do what you do every day. I'm not going to be, I'm not loving that I can't, you know, I had a hard time uploading this stupid video to my website this morning. Okay. So I'm not loving that. And I don't really want to do that, but I also don't like cost versus value. I don't want to spend, you know, like hundred bucks getting someone to do something I could figure out how to do. And then I realize I'm learning something, but it's not my first thing I wanted to be doing today. But I, you know, those kinds of things are whatever they come with the, they come with the package. But what I'm talking about is like overall, you know, like this is what I want to do. And when you get that video up and that like website saying what you want it to say and it's inspired someone in some way and if you've touched someone, then you're, then that's that, that is the real, uh, and I like again, we need a better word for work or redefine it. I'm all, I'm all about the shifting. You know, shifting this whole old antiquated, you know, work nine to five, just get through the day, make the money to pay the bills, survive, survive, and then retire. And then you do what you want. Yeah. I am like, what do you mean? Well, and you know what the question is? Why? Why would you do that? I keep asking, why would you do that? So what's your definition of success? 
Yeah. So, so obviously, and I probably overuse the word success throughout this book and that's, that's why we named it charting success. Cause you know, success is such, I actually mean by that. yeah, I mean, it's such a relative term and I, I think there's different layers of what success is. You know, I, I see successes every single day. And, and sometimes, like you said, you know, not all work is, is fun, right? There's challenging aspects to that. And, and when you achieve what you set out to their success that lies in there. So my overall success, I would say is, kind of reaching my goals. And 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 that's where the book, I, I really detail out understanding what success is before the work gets put in. Because then you, then it's basically like a math equation, right? One plus one equals two. I built this plan that I feel is success, right? I've reviewed it with my family. I've sat down, I've understood this is what our success is as a family unit. And this is what my success is for me. Here's my plan. Here's how I'm going to get there. And then when I mm-hmm. achieve those milestones to reach that point, I feel successful. So right now, when I walked away from that to develop, you know, my my current, you know, company with Lumigen, I really wanted to set out to help people and to really develop tools like charting success and other tools that I use in in individual one-on-one trainings and public speaking seminars and stuff to help people find their versions of success. And then as that's being built, not allowing that to completely consume my personal life. And so, yeah, you know, I, I choose the clients I work with. I, I don't work beyond 40 hours a week. Typically I'm averaging about 20. Um, I ensure that my schedule is blended. So on my schedule, I, I know when my daughter's has volleyball, I know when she has ROTC and I know when these events are happening and I don't miss those. They're just as important as a business meeting. And so they're scheduled together. So, and, and like you mentioned earlier, right. My family is well taken care of, you know, bills are paid and and we're able to do the things we want to do. So all those are layers of success, but they're multiple plans that help drive that. And so as I reach what success is, my success is defined by my plan, right? And so that's why I say everybody has a different version of success. And then you have the daily successes, you know, uh, you know, just running into people that have picked up my book and hearing them say, you know, I had one person that, uh, They've been in business their entire lives. And they said, oh, I've always wanted to be a comedian. And your book inspired me to do that. And I was like, surprised because like, really, (laughs) that kind of derailed. But what they learned was they didn't have to follow the formula that they felt like I have to do business and I have to make money. And this is how it is. When they sat down with their, their, you know, their family, they were like, this is what I want to do. And the family was like, go do that. Right. And so you have little successes every day that I put in the work for this book, which was very grueling. Writing a book is insanely challenging. And and that was a little success. So there's so many different forms. And that's where I really like to leave success on every person to define because mine won't be yours, Carla. It won't be someone you know that watches this. Everyone has a different layer of success. My goal is to hopefully show them how to plan, map that out and and use a, a very strategic uh, evaluation tool to go, does this success fit with my life and what I'm trying to reach and, and what that balance looks like. So, yeah. So the words that come to mind and then you just, you know, and as we wrap up, cause I know you've got to go and stuff, but I so the words that come to mind about your process would be, um, so define, so gaining clarity, right? So defining success. So you're, you're gaining clarity on your goals on, um, you know, like your time versus like, you know, what it costs you to put into the, your business and then what you get out of it. So the cost value. So you're clear, you're big, you're, you're helping people to become clear 
And also, um, I, there's a, that's an element of your book that we missed talking about. And we did talk a bit about like, um, purpose in a way, but one thing we didn't really talk about is that motivation piece because, um, you are like highly inspired and motivated. And so how do you actually coach people into that? Like, or does that come naturally when people finally get clear on yes. what they want? Yeah. Yes and no. Um, I, I, motivation is is quite a unique thing, and and some people need more, some people need less to kind of find that drive. Um, one of my favorite expressions is uh, it's a modern Greek world. It's called meraki, and what it means is to put yourself, put your soul, put your creativity in everything that you do. So as I teach and help people develop that, I help them understand what Meraki is. And, and you're not going to apply Meraki if you're unhappy with your life, you're unhappy with your situation, you're not wanting these things. And, and yeah. even though I was successful and I could push myself to, to the furthest limits because I wanted, you know, to support my family and my life, yeah. I, I really Financial. was able to put Meraki into that work like I'm, I'm capable yeah. of doing today. So I, I do help people kind of find what that path is. But to answer your question, um, no, I wasn't always this way. There's been many ups and downs of my life, but very early on, I was able to set a plan similar that I've defined out on a, on a much easier to understand, you know, concept than when I was younger. But there were certain things I knew I wanted different in my life. I didn't want the same struggles to befall my children that, that fell on me. And that, that was my motivation to push. So what I help people realize through coaching, mentoring, reading the book, whatever path they choose, what tool they is going to best fit them is help them understand, you know, what is the thing that drives and motivates you? You know, what are the things you want to find for your success? And then to, to almost contradict myself. Yeah. Once you know those things, you really can push harder. You can work, you know, crazy bouts of hours, even though I don't recommend that, but you can do yeah. <laughs> things you never knew you were you know, you were really capable of once you know what that path looks like, and and that's really kind of a core premise of the book as well. Is I didn't know what my end game was, and I just had one thought: was I need to be successful, and and I drove myself too far because I didn't know what that yeah. goal was. So my book is to say, hey, you're willing to work, you want a different life, you 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 know maybe you want to retire very early or you don't want to work full time or whatever those goals are, you can achieve them. But if you build a plan and you understand what that plan entails, what the cost, what the value is going to incur, and, and, and that'll change as things evolve, right? But now you know where you're heading because I not only reached my success, I went far past it and I, it started to hurt me more than give me value. And I didn't know what that looked like. And I just kept chasing it, right? This endless yeah. chase to the stars, right? They say to the moon, right? And okay, well, I got to the moon and I'm like, what now? I'm not happy. This is what I want. And I realized, wait, I went too far. I don't want to the moon, right? I like to stick, stick yeah. a little closer to earth. I'm a little more comfortable down here. So that that's really how I help people kind of find that motivation and find that success and um, how to pursue that is, you know, kind of all wrapped up into the book. Okay. Sweet. All right. So, so what I'm hearing, um, hermetic stress, right? That whole concept of like a little bit of push actually makes you stronger, yeah. but you don't want to be pushed over the edge or have this chronic state of like overwork, overwork, overwork. So yeah. that's, and, and so, and then also these steps, I like how you're talking about steps toward it. It's, it's like, I feel like that's where the motivation comes because you see like, Oh, I could do this. I did this. Yay. Okay. And I did this. Yay. And it, it keeps you going. And then again, it's self-propelled. 
And then um, it seems like at first, and I think a lot of us are like this, we're in survival mode. So like we got to provide for our families. We don't want our, our kids to feel the way, same way we did when we were young. We don't want to uh, reproduce the same traumas. We don't want to have, a, you know, another addicted family life or a broken whatever. You know, we want to. Uh, so sometimes though that can be out of fear, right? Just because we were trying to look for survival. So then what I'm seeing you transition into is from that fear-based like, which isn't like where you're scared under a rock, but you're literally like, ah, I'm going, I'm going, we're getting out of this, which is necessary sometimes, but moving into this more like, I just wrote a piece the other day, transmuting fear. So fear into curiosity, into passion, into like, you know, this is the sweet spot. This is what you help people, like coach people into is this sweet yeah, spot, with, right? With fear, I mean, one of the best examples, and you and I both love psychology, so you'll get this, but with fear <laughs> and, and you're spot on with it, you know, especially as a child, you walk into a pitch black room and you have instantaneous yep. fear, right? Some may be rational, like I'm going to, you know, stub my toe on a table I can't see. Some may be ir- irrational. There's a giant creature in the corner is going to eat me, right? So you have these things that is fear and you hit it spot on. What I've seen in business and, and people that are pursuing uh, the wrong form of success is they're fearful yep. of doing it wrong or to your point, not taking care of themselves or their families, but they actually are running blindly into a pitch black room because they Mm -hmm. feel like this is the only way. And, and so Mm -hmm. that's what the planning process does. When, when I can help somebody really stop, evaluate and accomplish what their goals are and building that plan out, it it kind of subsides that fear. I turn on the light for them. And that's why, you know, my company, yeah, my, my logo is a is a light bulb and, and so I was you know, see you'll, that. Yeah, you'll see my my giant light bulb. <laughs> yeah, so so I help turn that light on for people to understand that, hey, look around this room, don't be scared of it. And that and that's what mm-hmm. we all do is we're pursuing somebody else's success. We're too scared to stop and reflect. Yep. And once that plan is built, that's where that fear resides right it just it just literally subsides and it dissipates and it's gone and now you can go wait i feel better and now you're opening communication to your family hey these are the steps i want to take and why and it it helps Mm -hmm. walk away from what you feel is the right move for your family and with the fear gone success lies you can go chase any level of success and for some i've met people that love working long hours and that's a part of their success and, and they're all into their and that's great for others like me, I don't want to spend my whole day working. It's a glorious, you know, glorious summer day. I want to go out and enjoy it with my girls. So that's we have to find what our level of success is. And you're spot on. Fear removal is a is a big component of that. And turning on the light. Like I love that. I love that. I love it. Okay, so we're gonna end on that. If you do you want to tell us a couple words about your book and uh I be I I think everybody would love to hear about it and pick it up. Um, trust me, I read. I think I sat down and read it in like a day after you sent me the the copy of it, and loved it. I loved it. So motivational, inspirational. Gives us some really good tips, and I just wanted more. So Billy, tell us a little bit about your book and where to find it, just to wrap up. Yeah, it's it's can be tracked almost anywhere. Most everyone likes to track it down on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. You can also go to, you know, chartingsuccessbook.com. You can go to my website, lumagent.com as well. Um, But really you can just grab it on Amazon. It's a nice, uh, simple uh, process. You can get the audio book, which crazily enough, I studied and learned how to record my own audio book. So if you want to hear me speak it, which it gets emotional at times. So you'll hear, you'll hear my voice a couple of times get caught up. 
then there's the ebook, the hardbound and softbound copy. So mul multiple different ways to, to track it down. But uh, in essence, the way I best describe the book, as I said, it's, it's a hybrid, right? And it kind of goes through my autobiography and then translates that into business. Um, at bare minimum, you're going to be entertained. There's some unique stories. I was put in <laughs> unique situations throughout my childhood that really developed me to have the capabilities that I have now. And, and I not only use it for entertainment, but then I give keynotes at the end of each of these sections so somebody can learn how to apply that to their own life. And then that's how that really starts to transform into that business side of the book and understanding how we build plans, how we chart our version of success, how we block out what the world is telling you is success so that you can really hear your own voice and, and build that plan for yourself. And so that's kind of just a, a quick overall, but yeah, I think you'll be entertained no matter what. And, and hopefully, you know, there's some value for, for anyone, whether you're a CEO, you know, running a, you know, multi-million dollar business, or you're an entrepreneur starting, or you're a high school kid getting ready to venture out into the world. You know, I really yeah. built this book in a very easy to read, easy to understand process. So on all levels, we could really gain something from that. So um, I really appreciate you having me on today and, and really looking forward to hearing, you know, any of uh, your, your viewers, if, if they have any words of, uh, you know, recommendations, thoughts or feedback or, or, or want to connect yes. with me, you know me, Carla, I'm always willing to jump on and have a conversation with anyone. So. For sure. Well, I'll put all the links and such into the show notes, Billy, so everybody knows where to find you. Um, and the website, Lumagent, Lumagent, L-U-M-E-G-E-N-T, correct? Dot right. com? Yep. Lumagent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I'll put all the correct links in, in the show notes so that everybody will be able to find your book and your work because you do consulting as well. It's not just a book. This is the whole package. So like lots of stuff Billy's got to offer and, and I highly recommend you check it out. So thank you so much for being here. It's always a pleasure having a conversation with you. I really actually wish that we'd recorded all the other conversations we've had so we could share those <laughs> too, but we got a little tip of the iceberg in here today. So have an awesome day, Billy and everybody else watching. Thank you. Bye guys. This podcast is sponsored by the Healthy Family Formula and Carla Atherton Inspired, which essentially means that we share our information for free. For more support, community, audio coaching, full episodes, bi-monthly live Q&A, discounts on our group coaching programs, and more, become a patron of my work at patreon.com slash Carla Atherton. For more information about anything related to family health, do pick up my book, Family Health Revolution, and check out our newsletters, blog, individual and group coaching programs, and practitioner training program, and coaching the coaches programs at healthyfamilyformula.com and carlaathertoninspired.com. You can find us on Instagram at hff underscore revolution and at Coach Carla Atherton. We also do some clubhouse recordings and lives at Empowered Family. Please note that Family Health Revolution podcast is not a source for diagnosis or medical treatment, but is the opinion of the host. This podcast is intended to empower people with information so they can make the best health decisions for themselves. It is up to each person to listen to their inner wisdom, consider the information they deem to be accurate and applicable to their individual situation, and consult with their trusted healthcare providers if they so choose when making any decisions regarding their own health or the health of their loved ones. Each person's health is their own 
responsibility. Thank you.